Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm Ann, and I'm excited today to talk to you about motivation. So I decided to talk about this because I received an email a couple weeks ago, actually it's probably only been a week ago, that said, Ray Ann, I need your help. I have lost all of my motivation and I feel myself slipping back into my old bad habits. Well, by the way, I get these emails often, but my first thought was, yes, ma'am, I hear you. I feel like this at least once a week, maybe more, you know, have you ever felt like that? You feel like you're going along and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, like I don't want to do this anymore. My motivation is gone, right? Like we all have had that experience. It's super easy to fall back into our comfort zone and that is why we get those feelings. But I need you to remember something super, super important. The comfort zone is where your dreams go to die. Yeah. I actually love, love, love that quote because it's true. If you're always seeking comfort and you're not willing to put a little risk or discomfort into your life, you will get stale and you may not reach the goals that you once set out to reach. Okay, so I thought about it some and decided we probably all need a little pep talk around motivation and how we can get our mojo back. So let's first talk about motivation and what it even is. It's defined as the reason one has for acting or behaving a certain way. I like to think of it as, you know, the power to achieve things. I feel like people talk about motivation as if it's something that you could just go buy off of a shelf or maybe drop by the local um, shelter and adopt it. People talk like, oh, I lost my motivation, you know, like, like it's a thing, a person or a pet. But Really, the term I lost my motivation or I'm not feeling motivated is just a phrase, a complaint, and it kind of just feels like an excuse to me, or at least that's what I feel like for myself. Motivation is a choice. It's not just handed to us and we're not born with it, although I know there's people out there that seem like they wake up bouncing off the walls every single day. In order to have motivation, though, we must feel ambition and desire. Motivation is needed for just really daily tasks, not just for lifelong goals. You must feel motivated to do small things like cook dinner, right? The motivation comes from your hunger or the hunger from your family. You must feel motivated to go get gas in your car. The motivation comes from the idea of running out of gas on the side of the road or even having the gas light coming on in your car. That's motivation. These are sources of outside motivation, you know, like the gaslight in your car or your child complaining of being hungry. Both of these spark action on your part, getting gas and feeding your child or feeding yourself if you're hungry. 
But when people say to me, oh, Rayanne, I lost all my motivation, they really mean their internal desire or ambition to act or to achieve on the things they say they want to achieve. So today, let's go over some ways you can get your motivation or aka your mojo back. But first, I want to say that you are not a broken person or a loser or unworthy if you don't feel motivated all the time. No, this is completely normal and human to not feel 100% kick ass every moment of every day. As a trainer, fitness instructor, nutrition coach, life coach, I too have days and even full weeks where I am just not motivated and feel completely uninspired. We all go through these seasons in our life and instead of telling ourselves that we're stupid and unworthy, we need to explore why. Why are we feeling unmotivated and ask ourselves how we can change our feelings. So let's dive into some tips and ideas on how to unblock your motivation and to start getting back to feeling more excited and motivated to keep working towards your goals. And no matter what kind of goals you have, all of these can apply. All right. So I'm going to run through these as quickly as I can. Number one. Okay. This is my number one tip. And actually, I got to tell you this. I have 10 tips for you and they're not really in a certain order. Okay, like when I say this is my number one tip, it's not necessarily my number one most best tip. It's just that's the first one I'm going to tell you about. But you need to hear these tips and jot down the ones that spark some sort of interest to you or or make sense to you or resonate with you. Okay, so number one, start and then let the motivation kick in. Okay, so what do I mean by that? And, you know, this is a good one for any task like cleaning, exercising cooking, meal planning. Nobody really wants to do those things all the time, right? So instead of waiting for motivation and inspiration to hit you to take action, take action first and let the motivation kick in. Okay. So I've told you guys, if you've been following me for a while, and I'm sure I've said it in the podcast or two, I know I've said it on my Facebook lives. I know that I do this with my coaching clients all the time, but I talk about the five minute rule. You know, the five minute rule says this, I'm going to do this, whatever, you know, X task is for five minutes. And if I still feel like crap, or I still feel totally like I don't want to do it, then, you know, then I can quit. But I got to give myself five full minutes of action because here's what happens. 99% of the time, after five minutes of getting started at whatever task you're doing, you're going to already kind of be going. And then you're not really going to want to quit or you're not going to feel like quitting because you've already started. And, you know, with exercise, exercise is a funny thing because, you know, you might be stiff and sore or tired, or maybe you're just out of shape and just trying to get in shape. The thought of moving your body is really daunting sometimes. But if you can just get moving for five minutes, this really cool thing happens. You get warmed up. And your hormones shift and your body gets in this flowing movement. And so next thing you know, you're like, oh, actually, I feel a little bit better. I'm going to go again a little bit longer. So with exercise, I recommend doing the five-minute rule. And if you hit that five minutes and you're like, eh, I'm okay, do another five minutes. And then just keep adding five minutes until, you know, next thing you know, you're done. And in fact, this happened to me just yesterday. I had – I was supposed to go – um, do an hour run for my training. I'm on a training program for my mountain climb. 
And I literally avoided it all day, all day, all day, all day. And so finally I said to myself, Rianne, follow your own damn advice and do the five minute roll. Drive yourself to this trail, start for five minutes. And if you're really that sore and that miserable, then I can turn around. So I was going to go five minutes, one direction and back if I needed to. So that would have been 10 minutes, but still, um, but guess what happened? I ended up doing the loop that I went to wasn't as long as I thought. And so I, as I was going, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do this one loop. And if it's not an hour, fine. If it is, great. I wasn't really sure how long it was going to be. Well, guess what? I felt so amazing after one loop that I ended up doing two loops. And so that is an example of not feeling in the mood not having inspiration, not being motivated, but moving, taking action first and waiting for motivation to kick in. And I was in the best mood after. I was happy. I was excited. I came home and made dinner and I was popping around in a good mood and, you know, being silly. And everyone in the family likes when I'm acting like that instead of being grumpy. So start and then let the motivation kick in. Okay. Number two, do something different and maybe even a little crazy, okay? Maybe you're not feeling motivated because you keep doing the same thing over and over and over and you're bored. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe it's time to do something different. And when I say maybe even a little crazy, I mean, you know, I'm doing this 29029 event in two weeks, two weeks from the time I'm recording this at least, and it's a little crazy. I mean, I'm going to climb straight up 29 miles of mountain, 29 miles, 29,000, 29 feet equals 29 miles. And I've been training for 20 weeks. Actually, I'm on week 18, but by the end of it, it'll be 20 weeks. And when I tell people about it, they look at me like I'm a little crazy. And you know what? That motivates me because it's kind of cool, right? To do something a little bit weird and crazy and hard because you know what it does? It makes you feel alive. It makes you feel like you can do hard things and it makes you feel amazing. Okay. So whatever it is, do something a little crazy. Are you sick to death of your job? Maybe it drives you crazy. Maybe you don't even like your job. Well, guess what? Maybe you need time to start a side gig until you can quit that job. Do something a little crazy. Maybe you don't like where you live. Well, you know what? You can move. Do something a little crazy, something a little different. Okay. Number three, Break your goals into little pieces and tackle each piece one at a time. So a lot of people, what happens is they say, I'm going to, I want X goal, right? They're like, I'm going to, I'm just going to say for weight loss, I want to lose hundred pounds. Okay. I'm, I'm actually working with a couple of people right now that are trying to lose hundred pounds. Okay. Well, when you say hundred pounds, that's so overwhelming and just like, what? Whoa, of course that's overwhelming. And of course that's not very motivating. So when you break your goals into smaller pieces, like let's do 10 pounds at a time, that feels so much more manageable. It seems so much more doable and it will make you feel like you can conquer it. Okay. But when you say, oh, I need to run 50 miles. Well, yeah, that's terrifying. (laughs) But if you say, I'm going to run two miles, two miles at a time. Okay. That's how we look at it. And here I am talking about the mountain event again. What I'm going to do when I go to this mountain event is I'm literally going to be one mountain climb at a time, like one, which is a 2.3 mile distance. I'm going to be like one at a time. I'm not going to think about the second one, the third one, the fourth one, the fifth one, the 13th one. I'm going to think about one 
thing at a time, one mountain climb at a time. And you can do that with any goal. Okay. I even do this with my nutrition coaching clients. It's like, yeah, maybe they start out eating a lot of fast food and drinking too much soda and drinking too much alcohol and um, not eating enough vegetables and not enough protein and too much sugar. You know, when we first start out, and I say to them, okay, look, like I see, you know, where you need to go, but let's tackle one habit at a time. And oftentimes we start with a super healthy breakfast. And so no matter what your goal is, you can pick one area, one little piece and work on that until that feels good. And then guess what? You work on the next one. Okay. So break your goals into small pieces and tackle those pieces one at a time. Number four, so many people strive or don't strive for excellence in their life. They find themselves just being okay with being okay or fine. Okay. So instead of just filling you know, reaching for a feeling okay or just fine, strive for fantastic. You are worth so much more than you even know it. So when we spend our life just settling, settling for okay or settling for, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'm fine. That's not good enough. And how can you be motivated if you're always just like settling, you know, quit settling and strive for fantastic. Okay. Many people get stuck in worrying about what other people think of them and what other people expect of them. And you know what happens? That crushes motivation and inspiration because it's really hard to want to strive to do something bigger and better than yourself if you're always acting upon what you think other people think you should do. Okay? So I want you to go back and listen to my people pleaser episode and if this is you, if you're somebody who's basically living your life for other people's expectations, go listen to my people pleaser episode. And I also want you to start thinking about what do you want out of life? Like what's going to make your life fantastic versus just fine? Okay. Don't you want to wake up feeling fantastic? Okay. So some things you can ask yourself is like, what would my day look like to make it fantastic? What would a daily just a routine day look like to me in my ideal higher self world. And if your day looks nothing like that now, then start breaking up your goal and working on each little piece, okay? So that eventually your day does look fantastic and you feel fantastic. You're going to feel super motivated the more things you do that you enjoy. All right, number five, find the Goldilocks rule. Okay, so the Goldilocks rule, I actually – you know, the Goldilocks rule is, is – we all know what that is. The Goldilocks rule is like not too much, not too little, right? But in his book Atomic Habits by James Clear, if you haven't read that book, whew, get it. It's like a workbook for me. Like you should see it. I have a million sticky notes and it's highlighted and written in it and I use it all the time with clients and in my own life. But anyway, in that book, um, James Clear talks about using the Goldilocks rule for motivation because – Here's the thing. We all want or need some challenge, something to make us think and to work, right? We all want something that makes our brain have to to work, right? When a task is super easy, it's kind of boring, right? But when it's too difficult, we tend to avoid it due to the fear of failure. So ideally, you want to find something that will challenge you just enough to excite you, but not make you fearful and walk away. Once you find this spot, you can get into this flow state. 
a flow state is like where you feel like you're just totally in the zone and you're feeling engaged and energized and you can just like hours pass because you're so excited about what you're doing. Okay. So I'm going to kind of make this, I'm going to bring this to exercise then the Goldilocks rule. And I was thinking about this, like, how can I tell you what I think about that? I think so many people, especially if you're not already like engaged in a a daily routine of exercise, exercise can be super intimidating because it doesn't feel good to when you don't feel good. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't feel good when to run if you haven't run. It burns in your legs and, you know, it hurts in your chest and it just doesn't feel good at first. So I think that that's why classes like like Zumba, I think that that is why – and like line dancing and these like – these fun classes, I think that they – are attractive to some people because it's not so hard, but they still get activity. They still burn some calories. They still feel like they're working a little bit, but not so hard that they can't do it versus something like CrossFit. You know, the rumors about CrossFit are scary. So many people avoid it because they already tell themselves that it's too much or too hard. Okay. And, and also, I teach cycle classes. There are so many people at the gym, I'll say, hey, I would love for you to come try my spin class. And they're like, oh, no way. I couldn't, I could never do that. Because in their mind, they already think it's harder than it has to be, right? So, so anyway, that's kind of like, you know, finding exercise that pushes you just a little past your comfort zone, but isn't so crazy hard. That's the Goldilocks rule. You know, and then the idea with exercise though is that you just have to keep going. And then pretty soon your comfort zone, you know, expands, just like with anything. And then especially in exercise, it's like you get a little stronger and then you can go a little harder next time. And then next thing you know, you're lifting a little bit heavier weight, and the, or the next time you're going a little faster, whatever activity you're doing. So you can find the Goldilocks rule in any activity, okay? Any activity, whether it's with your health or with your career. Okay, number six, talk yourself up. Tell yourself that you can do it. Picture yourself already finishing this task at hand. How will it feel to be done? Instead of telling yourself how hard it will be or how boring it'll be or how long it'll take, instead, I want you to flip your thinking to how amazing it will be and how great you will feel after the task is done. Okay, so talk yourself up. If you tell yourself it's going to be hard, if you tell yourself it's going to suck, guess what? You'll be right. But if you tell yourself, ooh, I can do this. Ooh, this is going to be awesome. Guess what? You'll be right. Everything you tell yourself is exactly what you're going to get. Okay? Number seven, you got to slow down to speed up. I love this. Okay? You've got to get really quiet. If you're ever feeling blocked or you're feeling unmotivated, uninspired, it's time to get super quiet. It's time to slow down so that you can speed up later. When we release our minds by getting still and letting our mind go blank, we can then surrender to our feelings, and then we're able to receive from the universe and God whatever it is we're seeking. So I want you to think to yourself, I am safe to release my feelings and anxiety so that I can surrender and receive divine messages. So I'm going to say that again. I am safe to release my feelings and anxiety so I can surrender and receive divine messages. Slow down, meditate, get quiet, 
go for a walk without music. Sit in your, you know, living room by yourself, close your eyes, get a meditation app, do whatever you need to do to just slow down and get super quiet and let the universe deliver to you what you need. I believe in this so much. Number eight, get more sleep. It kind of follows on the, you know, after the slow down because that is all related. Maybe you are just exhausted. When you are overtired, overworked, and totally stressed out, it's super hard to be motivated and excited. Take a serious look at your sleeping habits and see if maybe you're just not getting enough rest. So lately, I've been having a really hard time getting to sleep, and which is really weird for me. Um, and I think, I know, I don't think, I know it's because I'm totally overworking my body. I am pushing my body to the max. And this is totally has me like all crazy, like messed up with my cortisol, stress hormone. Like I totally know this, right? So the problem is it's like I'm super jacked up and awake at night. And that is so different than me. But what happens though is I can't go to sleep. So then by the time I do go to sleep and morning comes, I cannot get up. So I'm totally just way whacked out right now. And so what I've been doing is I'm trying really hard to work on this. I've been getting to bed a little earlier. I'm listening to meditations and I'm doing a full body scan. So if you've never done a full body scan, um, it's awesome. If you have a hard time going to sleep, you just basically lay down in bed, get super comfortable. I like doing it on my back with my arms at my side and my palms up and you just completely relax. And then you take step by step. You can either start at your feet or you can start at your head, but you just very slowly pay attention to each body part. So I like to start at my feet, but a lot of meditation apps start at the crown of your head. I don't know, maybe I'm doing it wrong, but I just like starting at my toes. So I literally, I'm like my toes, I wiggle them, and then I imagine them being turned off or put to sleep. And then I go to my ankle, and then my calves, and then my knees, and then my thighs, and then my hips, and then my belly, you know, and then my shoulders, and then my neck, and then my head. But guess what? I actually don't know that I ever make it all the way up to my head because I usually fall asleep. So if you're having a hard time getting more sleep or getting rest, try the body scan or, you know, try some essential oils, do whatever you need, try some sleepy time tea, whatever it is, get more sleep. You will feel more inspiration. You're going to feel more motivated. I promise. Number nine, check your social network. I know I've talked about this a few times too. Are you hanging out with people who are negative and complainy? Like, do they dampen your desire? Do they put you in a bad mood? Do they bring you down? You got to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who believe in you and want to see you succeed. Get rid of those people who pull you down. And here's the thing. You might have a really super sweet and kind friend that you just love to death, but every time you leave them, you feel so down. They bring you down. They're always negative. They're always having something bad happen. They're always like complaining. And you might love this person. But if being around this person makes you feel terrible or makes you feel uninspired or makes you feel guilty about wanting to be more successful at whatever it is you do, then it's time to distance yourself from that person, okay? Go find your people. Go find the people that have the same interests as you and not necessarily the same subjects, but have the same interests of like 
wanting to better themselves. So they want to be better and they want to see you be better and to you live your best, most fantastic life. When you hang high, hang around people that want more out of their life and want to see you succeed, you will have more motivation more automatically. Okay. And then number 10, you've got to remind yourself daily what you really want to achieve. Okay. And not just once a day, but like twice a day. I love the idea, and I talk to clients about this all the time, is, you know, writing out your goal and writing it as if you've already achieved it. Um, Maybe it's weight loss. Maybe you want to lose, or I don't know, maybe like for me, like the mountain. I write it, I wrote out for me, actually, I wrote out, I will conquer the mountain. And I've said that to myself morning, noon, and night for 20 weeks, 18 weeks. I keep saying 20. It's going to be 20 weeks when I get there, but 18 weeks now. I will conquer the mountain. I will conquer the mountain. I am strong. I am capable. You've got to find these like affirmations that confirm to yourself that you're a badass. And you've got to remind yourself daily of what it is you want to achieve. Because if you let yourself forget or avoid thinking about what you want to do, time is just going to pass. And next thing you know, you'll have wasted precious time sitting in your comfort zone. So remember your comfort zone. Remember what it does. It's it's the place that kills your dreams, <laughs> okay? Find the Goldilocks zone. Find that zone where you're pushing a little past that comfort zone, but not so crazy out that you feel terrible, okay? so But you got to remind yourself daily what you really, really want to achieve. All right, so I hope this episode has given you something to think about. You know, remember that it's okay not to feel motivated 100% of the time. By feeling guilty about not feeling motivated, you will just create more anxiety and less motivation. So instead, try the 10 tips that I gave you. And here, I'm just going to briefly, briefly, briefly um, tell you what they are. Number one, start and then let the motivation kick in. Okay, remember the five-minute rule. Number two, do something different and maybe even a little crazy. Number three, break your goals into small pieces and tackle them one at a time. Number four, strive for a fantastic life, not just for fine or okay. Number five, find the Goldilocks rule. Okay, find the Goldilocks rule. Number six, talk yourself up. Okay, tell yourself you can do it. Number seven, slow down to speed up. Get really quiet. Get really quiet and receive. Remember the the mantra is, I am safe to release my feelings and anxiety so I can surrender and receive divine messages. Okay, that's a big one. Number eight, get more sleep. You are tired. Get more sleep. Number nine, check your social network and get rid of the people that drag you down and find your people that lift you up. And then number 10, remind yourself daily what you really, really want to achieve. All right? So thank you guys for being here. And I got to tell you a little secret. I'm working on something that I'm really, really excited about, and I can't wait to tell you about it later, but not yet. Just a little teaser. I'm going to tell you about it later. So you guys take care. Thank you again for listening. Please remember to review, um, rate, and share the podcast with anybody that you think would get something out of it. Thanks again.
Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.